We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everyone, so this will be the final video covering George Lucas's original draft for Return of the Jedi. If you haven't seen the other videos that I made covering this, I've provided the links to them in the description below. So for the last time, just to reiterate for anyone new here, Vader sacrificed himself and destroyed the Emperor as he ultimately did in Episode 6, but in a very different way than what we saw in the film. If you haven't seen the video, I'd highly recommend you check it out. Now it's up to Han, Leia, and Lando, and the rest of them to destroy both Death Stars. And yes, there are two. Also, there's no Endor the forest moon is over Had Abaddon, which is kind of what Coruscant was supposed to be. Alright, so here we go. Han and Leia and their forces fire the second gun at the shield generator on Hab Abaddon, and it explodes. The rebel fleet then fire proton torpedoes into the half-constructed Death Star. In the distance, the Death Star also explodes in a great ball of flame. At the celebration in the Ewok village, Han observes Luke and Leia, and marvels that they are brother and sister. Leia says, it's over, he's gone and the Emperor along with him. Luke says, and Ben, and Yoda. But the Republic is alive, and so are we, says Leia. They stop on the edge of the clearing where the celebration is taking place. Leia gives her newfound brother a great big hug. They are quickly surrounded by Ewoks and friends. Leia turns quickly and gives Han a hug and a passionate kiss. Everyone cheers and yells as they all move closer to the bonfire. Sadly, Luke wanders back into the forest alone. Leia starts to go after him, but is stopped by Han. He needs to be alone, says Han. Luke sits on a log with his head in his hands. The sounds of the celebration only serve to make him feel worse when a familiar voice breaks his melancholy. It's Ben's voice. Luke, you should be celebrating. The Emperor is gone and there is a future for the galaxy. Luke looks up and sees Ben move out of the darkness into the moonlit glade. He is not a shimmering image, but real flesh and blood. Luke stands in surprise. Ben, you've come back. My need to stay in the netherworld has been resolved. Your father turned to the good side, and I was able to disrupt his journey. Luke turns to see an old man emerge from the darkness of the forest. Here is the good Skywalker, my old friend and your father. Luke rushes to his father and embraces him. Yoda steps into the glen and looks up at them both. A reason for celebration this is. The joyous celebration is in full swing. Everyone is dancing and singing. Han and Leia dance arm and arm. Luke, his father, and Ben laugh as little R2 spins around in circles to the music. Chewie slaps Lando on the back, almost knocking him over. 3PO is carried on the shoulders of eight Ewoks in a litter. He is a little confused and dismayed at all the attention he is getting. The furry little Ewoks set the golden droid down on a raised platform and bow before him as the dancing continues. Several young female Ewoks place a garland of flowers around 3PO's head, and he waves at the crowd. Quietly watching the festivities from the side is Yoda, the Jedi Master. He scans the crowd, picking out R2, 3PO, Lando, and Chewie, Han and Leia, and finally, Ben, Luke, and his father. He lets out a great sigh. And the end. 
So that was George's very first original take on how the original trilogy would have ended with episode six. So what do you all think? I mean, for me, the ending uh, for episode six, where, you know, Luke looks off into the distance and, you know, sees his father and uh, Ben and Yoda, it literally is my favorite scene in all of Star Wars, you know, just for the fact that it's just, it's so happy and it's just, you know, it's the ending. It's, it's just great. It's perfect. But if George had stayed with this one, I think it would have changed so much stuff because ghosts can now come back to the living. Now, if he had stayed with this ending, Anakin Skywalker would basically be whole again. And that means a lot for Luke dying in Episode 8. It basically means that he didn't die. It's kind of like this transitionary period that ghosts need to go through in order to get stronger and come back in you know a, a stronger more powerful form basically now the actor who played anakin in return of the jedi was sebastian shaw who was in his late 70s at the time so it can kind of make sense with how the dark side works as it weathers you away and where you age faster and just look kind of terrible but his force ghost in the non-special edition was also that of a 70 year old something anakin which makes anakin even older than obi-wan so clearly that had the change in the you know when the once the prequels came out uh, and the revised edition I remember watching the, the revised edition for the first time after, you know, seeing the original edition a million times, and I saw that they put Anakin in there from the prequels, and I was so, so happy. I actually teared up as a little kid, and it was just, it was a really cool experience for me. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but uh, for me, it was very cool. It tied a lot of things together. So what I'm thinking is that since George and JJ spoke for episode nine, uh, you know, JJ reached out to George. I'm wondering if, you know, he mentioned this original script idea to him, that Force Ghost, you know, because obviously JJ would have been like, what are we going to do with Luke? You know, so many people are unhappy that Luke is now dead and he's gone. Mark Hamill himself said, you know, I, I really wish that Luke would die in episode nine instead of episode eight. What are we going to do with him? Well, look, in Lord of the Rings, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Gandalf came back as Gandalf the White. Now, it seems like George had pretty much the same idea for Force Ghosts, you know, where he had originally written that Force Ghosts go into the Netherworld, and when it doesn't serve them anymore, then they can come back, you know, as the living in the flesh. So, I feel like maybe there's a chance that Luke goes into the Netherworld, learns all that he needs to know, and then comes back to the living world. And that would be a really cool comeback for him, because everyone loves a big comeback like that. And I mean, it's Star Wars. You know, if someone comes back from the dead, no one's really going to throw it out of the window and be like, oh, that's not real. Well, it's all it's Star Wars. You know, none of it's really real at all. So uh, I would be down for, you know, it's better than not having Luke alive. So I think, I'm hopeful that maybe, you know, this will be used and Luke can come back in this way. So let me know what you think. This concludes the series for how George Lucas wanted Return of the Jedi to end. I will be doing this kind of series for episode five and four and also for episode one and two. However, two, uh, the book for that one is pretty tough. So uh, <laughs> I got to hunt that one down. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Please leave a like on this video if you enjoyed it. And I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always. Now, fulfill.